Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number 76. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. Hey, we're here each and every week to talk about business and technology and how we can use technology to improve and uh, make our business even better. Tools, tips, tech, we're going to just talk about it all here on a weekly basis. That's what this show is all about. And we're back. And we're back. So How you and, doing, man? I am doing excellent. Um, things are going extremely well here and just having a lot of fun working on projects that have been put off forever. Mm-hmm. Things that have been on a to-do list forever. Ravenscraft. Preach it. I tell you, I, I am, I'm excited to see, you know, things moving forward once again, as far as like my own personal productivity. And hey, before we get started, uh, can I tell you a tool that I was informed of uh, that uh, Eric Fisher told me about? I probably mentioned it just briefly last week, but then again, I may not have. Wonderlist. Did I I talk about that? W-U-N-D? Is that? Yeah, W-U-N-D-E-R-L-I-S-T. And I think it's probably wonderlist.com. Have you heard about this service? I have heard the name. I know nothing of the service. I That's exactly how I was last week when I recorded Help, I Got a Mac uh, and had Eric Fisher join me for that episode. Why do I need another task management tool? You probably don't. And so if you don't, don't worry about this. <laughs> All right. So tell me what's so great about this thing, but, why, I, why I might consider it. Well, here's what I love about it. First and foremost, it is beautiful. Um, it, it really is. There are a lot of, there. well, not a lot. There are several different themes that you can choose from to kind of uh, customize the look and the feel of, uh-huh. of the actual layout. Um, it, it's, it's pretty much got all the features you would desire, such as to-do date. You can actually have due dates or you can choose not to have due dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the ability to put a star or a ribbon on something to, to indicate that, hey, this is u- super uber ultra important yes and you can you can actually put things in categories of it's actually not a to-do manager as much as it is a list management thing so it, it can be any list you want you can actually create a separate list for your shopping list you can get so for me i've got my today slash tomorrow list i've got my to-do list or to do soon list which mm. is not today or tomorrow but soon uh, I have, uh, and then I have other lists of other different things that are, don't even have anything to do with task management at all. But it's where were you doing this before? I was doing this mostly uh, in a hodgepodge of a bunch of different places, but mostly I was doing it in a in a plain TXT document, <laughs> just listing out all the things because you know, We've yes, and on seventy, what is it, six seventy five episodes uh-huh. of Business Tech Weekly, and you're tail is using a txt document for your list well the thing is there's i mean i mean gosh i know that google calendar has a task list manager it's horrible i hate it 
Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, high rise has to dos. High rise has to dos, and to be honest with you, when I go into high rise, I I rarely look at their to do to do list manager. And to be honest with you, it's it, it for me, it it has a lot to do with attractiveness. And and I just don't. I I, I want my. I know it sounds crazy, but I want my to do list to be clean, crisp, attractive. No, I, no, I hear you. And stuff like <laughs> that. But a text file, I, mean, well, I know it's clean, but certainly it, not attractive. It's like attractive, like a government building to track. Like ex- that's exactly it. It's it, small, but so so that's what that's one of the things that really impressed me about uh, uh, Wonderless is that now I have clean, organized, and and the and by the way, let me tell you the other reason: um, Google Calendar, the task list manager. Sure, you can pull up the Google ta- the Google Tasks, if you will. But there's no real good application for doing that. You could do it via the web and all this other stuff. Um, High Rise, they had a totally awesome iOS application when it first came out. They've kind of let it go to the wayside. It's not the greatest right now. So what I needed was the ability for my tasks to be available to me anytime, anywhere. And when yeah. Dropbox became available... It's like, hey, I could create a text file, put it in my Dropbox. I can open it up with any text editor I want on my desktop. But then there's this thing called Plain Text, which is a text editor, Plain Text text editor for that integrates with Dropbox that I can open yes. it up, and it does persistent saving. So, okay, I do use Plain Text. So from all of my mockery of it, I do use Plain Text. Yep. And so basically, what happened was is that I was using Plain Text to just type in and, and add things to a running list of items. Okay. All right, I, I withdraw my mockery of you. All right, half of it. Okay, because you're my friend, and I still like to mock you. Okay, so <laughs> here's the situation. I, I had this Plain Text thing going, and you know, you know, I was looking for persistent saving on um, right on my text editor on the desktop and stuff like that, and. And things, but Eric was telling me about Wonderlist. Now, here's what I love about Wonderlist. Okay, mm-hmm. it has a Mac desktop version. I believe there. I'm pretty sure that there's a PC desktop version, but who really cares about that, right? Uh, I'm just kidding. It's, uh, sometimes I wonder if people know I'm kidding. I don't. You know what, folks? If you don't know he's kidding, you need to listen to more shows. Okay. You're not that hard to read, Cliff. Okay. So just- so I believe there's a PC desktop version. There's definitely a Mac desktop version. There is a web version. Yes. All right. So you can do this right from a web browser anywhere in the world. There are there's an Android version. Like who cares about that anyway? But <laughs> but then there's also iOS. So you, there's one for the, you know, with the iPad and the iPhone and iPod and all this stuff. So here's here's the situation. Every everywhere you go, you get and and not only do you get access to the data, but the look and the feel and the mm. interface is the same in all the places. Drag and drop things up and down, add things to a list, change things here, add little notes that are off to the side and kind of tucked away until you need the big notes that are is to the really really short list item. It, mm. it it's wonderful and and it's it's not. I'm not going to say that it's persistent syncing. Like as soon as you type a couple letters, it's boom, it's synced. But right. it, it's you know with most the with most of most of the apps, it's usually within uh, within ten to fifteen seconds of you typing something different, it gets synced back to their servers. Right, and it and then it and it will propagate its way through all the different you know applications that you have access to. 
And um, I find myself sometimes just wanting to open up the iOS application and just forcing a sync before I do anything. And and you were going to say you wanted to open it just to look at it because it was so beautiful. No, 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 not at all. You blinged out your your uh, your 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 to do list, so you're all like, "Hey, check out my to do list." Like that's what geeks do. They're like, "Hey, check out check out my sexy to do list." Yeah. Well. we are. This is a sexy to-do list, and 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 I just want to say it's no title. Go it's, ahead. Yes. A, <laughs> that matter of fact, there you go. A sexy to-do list. <laughs> list. And are we so, make the filters. Are, are we going to get? Uh, I just here's some irony. I was just typing this on my iPod, and I typed in wonderlust. Wonderlust. Nice. <laughs> okay. Came up. All right. Go ahead. So anyway, Wonderlist. I am. I'm absolutely in love with it. Uh, it is a great technology tool for managing my list of different things, and I just keep it up and running on my desktop. And I love the fact that you know when I walk away, I don't have to do anything. I, I can be out anywhere, pull up my iOS application, and boom, I have exactly what was on my desktop. I can add to it while I'm at lunch, and then I come back, and boom, it's sitting there on my desktop. Yeah. I like it. The, the, the sync across all devices is really, obviously that's huge. Um, plain text obviously did that because you could have it on your, your device. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously it's syncing with a folder, I'm assuming in your Dropbox, which is wonderful. No, it's not. It's not this one doesn't integrate with Dro- Dropbox. This is oh, on... Sorry, plain, plain text did. Oh, yes, 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 yes. what I was saying. So you're getting a lot of the same things you had with plain text. Um, I am. But it's... It's sexy, Cliff. Yeah, the, and see, the thing is, there were other things that integrated with Dropbox, and they had their own things. But it was the problem. The problem I had was, you know, just I wanted something that looked had the same look and feel everywhere I went and stuff like that. And this this is a great tool. I right. I highly re- I mean, since it's free, check it out and and see if you're not convinced. And here's the situation: I want to sign Stephanie up for w- Wonderlist as well. And, uh-huh. and if I'm not mistaken, I think the two of us could share a list. And so you could imagine if Stephanie and I were able to share, let's say, a shopping list. So separate accounts, but share a list? Yes. Like Google Docs? Yeah. So I, I, I can't... Now, that I've heard Eric tell me several times that that's possible. So if, if it is, I could see... It's like, hey, this this would be a great way to to build lists together of different things so anyway i'm sorry i'm distracted i'm using the tool so <laughs> all right Wait, did you were you saying something i don't know no hey so do you want to turn while you're playing around with wonderlist why don't we go to some voicemail we have three different pieces of audio feedback this week sweet and uh, a couple weeks back you were talking about some wordpress themes and uh our good friend dustin hessler uh, called in and this is what he had to say hi cliff and andy my name is dustin hartzler and i'm calling you from your i wanted to join the conversation from last week a little bit about wordpress website themes and i've got a great place for you to check out and it's called themeforest.net and they've got some great inexpensive themes granted you have to purchase one at a time but the themes run anywhere between 25 and 45 dollars for a great looking theme you can install it within minutes and you could give your your site a facelift just in a matter of minutes so that is what i wanted to pass along i wanted to join the conversation and thank you so much for all you do and all the tips that you share each and every week once again this is dustin hartzler from your website engineer.com all right dustin thank you so much and and andy did you grab the name of the place that he mentioned so i can put it in the show notes 
No, I was using Wonderlist. All right. <laughs> Did anybody in the chat room get that? If not, I have to replay the whole voicemail again. Oh, this the start. This is the start of it. All right. Uh, sorry, I was sharing. A, I was sharing a to-do list with you. All right, check this out. I'm gonna pause it and then I'll be right back. Okay. And we're back. Uh, Themeforest.net. So I'm gonna put a link to that in the show notes. Um, you know, one of the things that I am a fan of are premium themes. Uh, it, it, there's no doubt that I believe you sometimes you have to just understand you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Not all premium themes are created equal. Some of them are just really poor. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah. but you know, it seems like Dustin's pretty happy with theme forest. I've never used them. Uh, but, uh, you know, there, there's something about standing out and getting something other than the free stuff is out, that's out there. And you really have to watch with free themes because, uh, <gasps> unless you're getting them f- directly from WordPress and their WordPress theme directory, uh, those things are just super laced with, with c- malicious code. Yeah. I mean, and, and just to clarify that, or I guess push it a little harder, Cliff, you are essentially saying, oh, I would love to build my entire website platform on something of which I have not looked through. I mean, it's, it's yeah. like not getting a home inspection. It's, it's like, oh, I don't care if there's asbestos. Let's just move in. You yeah. know, it, that, is, that is risque. I mean, and, and honestly, obviously the prices of these things have come way down. I mean, Elegant Themes, the one that I talked about, you know, it's 40 bucks a year. And my goodness, I've used that to skin five or six sites already. You know? it, it's 40 bucks a year uh but if you let's just say you paid 40 bucks this year and you use one of their themes and you decide not to have access to their themes anymore you can you don't have to pay any more for the continued use of that theme do you no 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 it, it, to me the 40 bucks is you know not necessarily for the themes though it is i i view the 40 bucks ongoing as access to um to the you know, they have thousands of people on their forums that have answered questions Right. So that's how I choose it. Like if I like a theme, but I look in the form only has 300 comments on it, I don't get it. Right. I don't download it. But if it has 5,000, which some of them do, mm-hmm. then I know whatever question I have is going to be answered. So that's yeah. where I've used to reskin Lynchpin Podcast. I'm going to reskin AndyTraub.com, my Andy's Weekly Webinars. You know, I've, all of those um, I've, I've used Elegant Themes for. And it's, it, you know, you can tell right away it's an elegant theme. But you know it doesn't take doesn't take that much work. I, yeah. I think it's one of those things people use, and it, it it's a it slows them down. And really, they just need to pick a theme and go with it. And elegant themes is a great way to go. And again, the other one is. But Cliff, great advice. Yep. Just just pay for a theme. I yep. mean, just do please. Yeah, and and here's the deal: a, a decent website to have it developed for you a couple years ago would have cost you thousands of dollars to have somebody do it. And then every time you need to change something. You're looking at paying them, you know, I, I don't know if you pay by the hour, pay, by pay by the page update or by the word or whatever, but you used to have to pay somebody as the gatekeeper of your content, your site. And uh, like for me, I'm a, and by the way, I'm still a huge fan of Thesis. I use Thesis on everything that I manage. I use Thesis on all of my client sites. Uh, it's $87 for an individual personal license, uh, or you could pay $164 and that gives you unlimited unrestricted access to use thesis as on as many sites as you desire. Um, and that's a one-time fee and it's a lifetime fee. So as the, as the, as he improves his thesis theme, he, you get the updates. It's lifetime thesis upgrades, lifetime access to their support. So it's 87 bucks for an individual or 164 for the developer license. But 
man, I, I, I love it. And, and it's itself real quick. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm yeah. not, and I'm not even saying that. And by the way, there's some other people who are using standard theme. A lot of people really embrace that. Uh, and, and you know what, I'm not going to even say, and, and the other ones are uh, studio press, you know, all of these are pretty much in line with one another. A lot of them will all do pretty much the same thing. A lot of them are now letting you to do some really wonderful things with your site without knowing a lot of code or any code. Mm-hmm. But uh, you, and the only reason I personally choose Thesis above the other ones is because it's the one that I'm in the dashboard of uh, probably as much as five or six hours a week. You know, and so I know thesis inside and out, and it's something that I can go in and, and get things done really quickly. And also the same thing you were talking about. There's just you you, you do a, a YouTube search on how do I do something, and boom, somebody's got like fifteen or twenty different videos of different ways to accomplish what you want to do with that theme. Yeah, and and I think people need to be ready. Like with elegant themes, I've I've installed a theme. Oh, that's going to be great. And then it's like, wait a minute, this is there's not the there's not enough support for this. So, you know, I move on to another one. I think sometimes people hang on to their themes too long. It shouldn't be that hard, I think, is what we're trying to say. Yep. So, Dustin, thank you for calling in. Themeforest.com if anybody wants to check it .net. out. .net, sorry. Oh, sorry, .net. I did that wrong. All right, Fred from Long Island is up next. And uh, let's see here. That's clip number 73. Yep. All right, here we go. Hey, Andy and Cliff, it's Fred from Long Island. I'm, I was just listening to an episode of Business Tech Weekly from uh, March 31st, I think it was. And I wanted to say thank you, first of all, for um, putting out a link and discussing the strangest secret that was uh, that's old uh, record that was popularized uh, recently by Dan Miller. And uh, I've heard him talk about it and read about it in his, his book, but... Um, course i'd never heard it myself so thanks for that uh also i was a little disappointed by the title of that episode when you were talking about uh scrap digital scrapbooking or something along those lines i was actually kind of surprised because my wife is a scrapbooker has been many years and uh you know for a while she was hauling out her little rolling cart well it wasn't that little actually a cart full of plies She'd roll it out into the living room and, you know, chop away for hours on end. And then she discovered a, a website. It's actually called mixbook.com, uh, probably one of several that allows her to do a lot of the same kind of things uh, digitally. And um, she basically puts it together the way she likes, and she orders a very nicely bound photo album uh, when she's done. So I was a little disappointed. I was looking forward to the business applications of that. But as I said, on a more serious note, thanks for the link to the um, to that recording because I've, I've listened to it once already. And although I have some uh, debates with it, as Cliff said with um, Napoleon Hill's book, um, in general, I, I'm, I think I'm going to uh, benefit from it. Thanks a lot, and we'll talk to you soon. You know, Andy, I've, I don't know about you personally, but I've been getting a lot of uh, response on Twitter and, and even in our comment section on, this, on that episode, uh, The Strangest Secret. I'm surprised and shocked how many people had not heard about that. Mm. Have, you, have you since listened to it at all? Yeah, yeah. All it's, right. It's, it's, um, it's just so interesting because it's, you know, having been around Dan, talked with Dan, 
getting to know, reading his books, knowing people that, you know, listen to all of his podcasts. It's, it's so interesting to hear the thing, one of the, one of the biggest things that's influenced him because every time, all, all the time I'm hearing this guy talk, I mean, I'm really hearing or seeing Dan, you know, and sort yep. of how his life has been shaped by this, you know? Exactly. That, and that's the thing. Every single time I, he, I listen to The Strangest Secret, I imagine Dan in his bedroom at night with his record player hiding this record from his dad listening to it. Yeah. But it, it's, it's hilarious. But yes, Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret. Uh, if you haven't gone back, if you haven't heard us talk about that yet, go just do a Google search. Uh, just go to Google, type in The Strangest Secret. And you're, what you're looking for is Earl Nightingale, and you'll be able to find the audio of that in a bunch of different places. So, yeah, awesome stuff. Hey, uh, let's move on to our next call. This is Jeff Gentry. Jeff, hey, take it away. Hey, this is Jeff Gentry, X Force Eleven. I've got some Google questions. We have Google a specialized Google for our workplace at school, so we've got our own domain and that kind of stuff. And then I've got a uh, personal Google uh, email. The issue is, um, is you know, I have to switch back and forth between those if, if I want to do stuff. And sometimes it's a bit of a hassle if I am logged into my personal one and then I've got to go through a bunch of links to, you know, a link and trying to get through. Sometimes it just really sticks in getting back to the work one. I didn't know if there were any tips and tricks about that uh, that people have found. I've just got to watch it because if I want to comment on blogs or if I want to check my the YouTube, uh, it's personal and then, you know, it's, it's I don't want my comments logged in under my work uh, account. So that, that's my question on that side of it. And the second is, are any is anybody really enjoying the new format of Google Docs without having check boxes? Uh, it's just really annoying for me. I work in Google Docs at work, and I've got thousands of documents, and it's just really hard not having check boxes in the new version. So I just wanted other people's thoughts. Thanks. Bye. All right. A couple different things here. First and foremost, I want to let um, Jeff know uh, I am a Google Apps user as well, just like what you're doing. You're talking about there at the at your school or whatever. You're using Google Apps and you're managing all this different stuff under that identity. But then you also have these these places where you want to use your personal Gmail account and uh and and such so the first thing i'm going to tell you is what i recommend is one browser for personal one browser for business now that that's not necessarily the way it has to be but it is the way that i choose to do things everything that's ravenscraft.org with my google apps account that i can do i that's that's the identity i use most with google and, and that's what I use in Google Chrome because Google Chrome is my default browser. Everything else, if I need to upload a video to a YouTube channel, which I cannot you know, link at all to my ravenscraft.org account, but if I have to do anything on YouTube or any of those other places, um, then I always use, or like, yeah, it, it, basically you understand what I'm saying. 
anything else I do in Safari. So I open Safari is the place where I use all of my other accounts. Um, and now you don't have to do this. I want to tell you there's a secret. If you sign into, let's just say you go into your email, for example, on the top right-hand corner of your Google Apps account, you should see a little gear that says, um, uh, let's see, actually, is it gear? Uh, actually, no, click on your name. So you should see your name. Mine says cliff at ravenscraft.org. And then you can see a drop down, And then you click on account settings. All right, account settings. And then in your account settings, you should see a list of emails that are associated with your account. And at the bottom of it, you should see multiple sign-in. And mine is currently off. And so if you click edit, you turn that on, what it will do is your browser will then start to allow you to add multiple sign-ons. And then then you have actually have this ability to just drop down your name and, and, and it'll actually say, hey, do you want to log in as a different user name? And you can use an apps or a Gmail. And then let's just say you go into uh, an application, a Google application, and you're logged in as your business self, but you want to do something as your personal self, you just hit the drop down. And because you're logged in under all the IDs already, you just choose which identity you want to use. I personally hate and despise, despise multiple user login. It's too confusing. confusing. It's too hard to keep track of. Yeah. And, 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 and Jonathan's pointing out in one of your issues is that they look too similar. Same issue here. You know what? Multiple browsers. Just remember, you know, uh, default your regular browser that you're using, whether it be Chrome or Firefox, and then you know, um, you know, then for the other stuff, use Safari or maybe Safari is your default browser. Then install Google Chrome or Firefox for that other identity. You made an important distinction, which is it's not multiple windows; it's multiple browsers. Yes. Right. Yes. And that, so don't don't say, "Oh, I'll open another Chrome window." Not yeah. going to work. Yep. You have Firefox open uh, and Chrome or Chrome and whatever. You get the idea. Exactly. So that's what I was going to say too is, is that is one of the, I think, one of the most frustrating parts, in my opinion, of Google is just the way they do logins. And then, you know, Google Apps was supposed to incorporate all these other ser- Google services. And then I tried to do the, the whole transfer thing and it failed. And, you know, you can never actually talk to a human being at Google. So, you know, I, I tried to do all this transfers, all these services to my apps account and some of them worked and some of them didn't. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's an absolute mess. And so, yeah, I think your recommendation is best. Is it really, it is really simple to keep things straight. If you know, okay, I'm in Firefox, I'm in personal, I'm in Chrome, I'm in business. Yep. So good answer, Cliff. Awesome. Steven says, I posted this question in the community a few months back. Cliff gave the same advice. It worked well for me. So it, and, and it's the way that I continue to do things. So I, I think it'll help you out, Jeff, a, a whole lot. And uh, so there you go. Hey, um, Andy, I want to let you know that I am I'm very pleased with, what was it, the $69 I spent with you? You did. I spent $69 on uh, the, the uh, Dan Miller, Pierce Mars, and Andy Traub video uh, product that you had been working so feverishly hard on blood sweat and tears trying to get that thing out the door and shipping that to the masses yeah. and uh i guess you can we can point people over to andytrob.com slash success workbook is that right 
Yeah, and the reason that 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 link is success workbook is, uh, and again, I'm just trying to do different things in my in my marketing. Is I saw someone else do this, and I was like, well, that's a really good idea. I, I created this workbook uh, that goes along with it, so it's not just an hour and a half of three guys talking. It, it's like a 50 page workbook we can go through and apply to your own life and business the things that we talk about in on in our interview, and that you can get that 100 percent free. Um, not you can get like 80% free, 100% free. Let's <laughs> realize how dumb that sounded. But you can, you can view it on that page and so you can see what the content is that we talk about. So I'm willing to give that away to show people really the content of the video without showing them the video. So you can just, you know, get the workbook and do that and let that be it. But hopefully when you see that, it, it will um, show you the content. And then if you're a GSPN member, just enter in the coupon code GSPN and you'll get 10 bucks off. Sweet. And uh, by the way, uh, Stephen Cross says in the uh, chat room, he says, me too, for the $69, highly recommend. He says, it's like you're sitting down with three great guys slash mentors. Well worth it. Great format. And and folks, you know, if, if, it, if it wasn't great, I'd say, hey, Andy, good job on that uh, product. And, and I'd kind of keep my mouth shut and and I would I would let Andy promote it. And I would say, yeah, that's great. It's awesome. Good job shipping. You know, but folks, listen to this. I am saying that I personally purchased this. I think I was the second person to buy it. Right. And you might. Have, yeah. Yeah, I think you were. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah, second. you were. You were. I was very shocked anyone bought it first because they bought it from like a text link. Yeah, it was like it was like a test one. But anyway, yeah, you were. You were. And, and but let me tell you, I I bought this. I paid full price. I didn't ask for any discount. And I, it's uh, about two hours. Is that right? An hour and a half. So hour and a half with the breaks and stuff. You probably took it's probably two hours. But it's just Andy, Dan Miller, and Pierce Mars sitting there talking about what makes businesses successful or or more more so you know talking about the things to avoid in business things that can really ruin uh your success your chances for success in business and but but ultimately it comes out in talking about success now you know i've been listening to dan miller for years i've read you know dan miller's books and stuff like that and so a lot of the things that i heard in there are things that i've heard him say before but having that all together in one video can help somebody avoid having to listen to, you know, uh, what, three, 400 episodes of Dan Miller to get all of this information. And Dan, let me tell you, spending an hour and a half with Dan is not inexpensive. But what you had there is is an amazing amount of information about business. And uh, I, I loved it. I, like I said, I, I consider the fact that I, I sat down and went through and watched that entire thing, I consider it to be a huge value and an investment into my continued success. And just, uh, we, we oftentimes need to renew our minds daily. Mm. It's not so much, you know, oh, I already knew this stuff and stuff like that. And it's like, no, I need to be continually reminded of this stuff and hear it in different, hear it phrased different ways and, and stuff like that. And this, this is a great product and I'm not being paid to say that. And uh, you use your promo code GSPN and, and Andy and I have not worked out any arrangements where he's giving me a kickback or anything like that. In fact, Andy, I want you to keep 100% of any profits because uh, you deserve it. It's an awesome product. Well, thanks, man. And I need to buy more of your products. So I need the money. So <laughs> no, awesome. you know, I, and I'll tell you this too, in full disclosure, it's not perfect. You know, the product is not perfect. I'm actually going to go back and tweak a little bit more. 
just like with your WordPress for podcasters, you went back and made some tweaks to that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really good. I yep. think it's really good. I'm, I'm not, and I'm not in any way embarrassed. I'm, in other words, I'm proud of it. I'm proud that I took the initiative to sit down with those guys, ask them questions other people wouldn't ask them, give them a little pushback, ask them harder questions that usually they don't get. I think the format was fun. I mean, just sort of the three of us talking. You know, I dare you to find a video longer than five minutes on the web with Dan Miller in it. He just doesn't do video. Yep. Uh, he, he's a writer uh, and he does a lot of audio stuff. Uh, but this was, this was long. This is, this is on location. Uh, you can hear his neighbor who was like doing some serious lawn work. Yep. Like I, when I think I heard like a snowblower and I'm like, where is there a snowblower in Tennessee? But anyway, it, it, it's, uh, it was a cool feeling and it was fun to do it with those guys. And, yeah. and yeah, I've sold some, it's great. And um, I, I just want it to help people. I want people to go through the workbook uh, and I want people's lives and businesses to be a, uh, a improved and you helped me a lot cliff because positioning the product and even just the name of it i mean the name of it is it is achieving success in life and business uh or business and life one of the two but uh that's that's what it came it sort of tried to be clever with the title in the beginning even the format but it ended up being you know let's be positive and just say this is going to help you achieve more success in business and life and and i'm not i'm not making a claim that can't be backed up i mean that conversation helped me period Yes. And it happened to record it and turn it into a product. Exactly. Hey, um, can I give you some advice, some some thoughts? Because I have gone through the purchase process and, and, and the videos and everything like that. Yes. Uh, one of the things that I noted is that the original files online are about a gigabyte each if you wanted to, to take a copy with you. and so format or just slice them up? Because you usually break yours up into like four or five. What would you yeah. suggest? What, what I would recommend, uh, because, because the vi- you know, you're not actually showing something on the screen. And so people don't need to be seeing this in full screen mode at whole, you know, 1280 by 720p. So mm-hmm. my recommendation would be to actually compress that down to, I don't know, 640 by whatever that would be. Or, you know, take it down, you know, knock it down 25%. And okay. if j- just for the download, leave the, leave the vid- leave the high def, high quality streaming stuff just like you have it on the site. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would offer, I would, I would personally recommend two other options. One would be like an MP4 version encoded smaller, uh, you know, that would work on any player. And then there's, you now of course, this one I don't know if you necessarily need to do. But um, another thing that you could do is you could drag the file inside of iTunes and, and and put it into your library and then right click and say create iPhone version or something like that and well, and then it'll make it I think it's going to be it'll end up being an M4V file yeah yeah, yeah. And, it, and it'll be a little tiny thing but man then people could actually you could say click here right click here to download the MP4 version and it'll yeah. be it would be a, it would actually be you know probably one fourth the size and then the iPhone version should only, you know, each of those videos should only be a couple hundred megabytes each. Wow, that's nice. Uh, it, it may be even less than 200 megabytes each if you get into a small enough iPhone format. And, yeah. uh, and then that way you could just tell people, say, hey, you could drag this into your iTunes and, and watch it on your iPhone and stuff. So I need to make the download downloadable version smaller for sure, no matter what. No I, matter what. Yeah, two gigabytes yeah, to download. I, matter of fact, I wanted to keep a copy of it, but I actually decided to send it to the trash can because I didn't want to take up yeah. two gigabytes of space on my drive. Yeah. 
So that's one thing I can do. The other is I don't have an audio only version, which, oh, you know, yeah, make people, one of those too. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's a simple. So, and then the other is an iPhone version. And that's, what's so great about these products is, you know, it's not like I've shipped them out and they're, and I'm, and I'm done, mm-hmm. you know, go back and then I can contact all the people that have purchased already and say, Hey, I'm, I, I've got some great feedback from people and you know, I made it better and get back in there and, and, uh, and get the product again, you know, which is what you did with the WordPress for podcasters. And I think people appreciate that. They don't feel like, oh, great, I have to buy version 2.0. Right. It's not that at all. Because it doesn't cost me any more uh, to, to tweak the product like that. So, exactly. yeah. And I hope it's an encouragement to people because I knew when I made that thing, Cliff, there were other things I could have done and, and should do better. I just, I wanted to, at some point I said, okay, this is good enough to get out there and I'm proud of it. Yep. And, and, I'll, I'll, and I knew that there would be great people like Steven and you uh, that would purchase it early on. I didn't know that you would, but I knew there would be early on people that were, were my advocates. And even Steven's already emailed me some feedback and said, hey, here's a couple of things. He didn't ask for his money back. He said, hey, here's a couple of things you could do a little bit better. So I'll go back and I'll make it better. And I knew that would happen. And that's what happens when you, um, and I'm humbled to say this, when you have fans, you have tribe members, they, they, they want you to succeed. So they're not mad when something isn't perfect. They just yep. say, here's something you could do. And then, you know, you're going to receive it with, with kindness, yep. you know? Yep. It, it's totally awesome. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. One And one other thing that, that you could, and again, I'm just giving you a consideration, uh, something oh, yeah. to consider. Just make it better. Yeah. The, the other thing is, is if it's possible, you know, if you really do do the crunching down and, and you put the, especially here's the, I would can, I would suggest this, the MP3 version, when you make it, make, uh-huh. make the MP3 version all one file, no matter what. Okay. Don't break that up into two because there's no reason to. Because really, the only reason you made it two videos is is for size, right? Sure. And well, yeah, I just, I just, yeah, and actually, it was uh, size, but also it was because I I get frustrated when something's so long ah. if, uh, to to like go back and go. Well, was I an hour in? To was I forty five minutes? That's what I loved about your video tutorials. Is like when I was going through um, setting up my equipment over the last couple of days. You know, I knew I only had to look at section three, really, because that's, that's where I was getting all my cords and plugging them in. Right. So After, like, pause between minute 38 and 59, it was, it was, it was easier, easier to swallow, so to speak. So well, Let me tell you what I have my VA working on with all my digital products right now. Hit me. Uh, my VA is going through, and she is, going, she is actually going through my tutorials, and she's creating a table of contents of every different topic that I talk about in each and every video. Yeah. And, and she's put it, she's hard coding in a time reference, a timestamp yeah. at which yeah. point each of those things start. So therefore, if it was the entire thing on one video, what it, it, it would be easy to look at the documentation to see, yeah. okay, where did I leave off? Uh, and I, I'm looking through that. What? I could do that with the workbook. That's I could a, say, you know, video one, this is 12 minutes in, you yes. know, Exactly. But my other recommendation or not recommendation, but really just an option for you to consider is, I mean, leave it, you can leave it as the two videos that you have now, but, um, but in the download version, make it available as one video, but compressed way down for like the iPhone format. So that's one video. They can just drag and drop that one video and boom, it's, it's available to go through. That's an option. I'm I'm not telling you what to do. Oh, it's like I do it. Even if no one ever, downloads that one thing or if two people do i mean that's if i make those two people happy and they've got it on their iphone and they're like well, what are you looking at oh, i'm looking at this product i mean that's 
every customer experience matters. Yep. You know, every customer's individual need matters because that person, one, I want them to be happy, but two, that person could say, oh yeah, let's, I told 10 friends about it, you know, yeah. because they had the iPhone version. You know what I mean? Yep. So, and then, uh, the, now the workbook, you have plate like blanks in there and stuff like that. And I kind of like that, that, that you did that. Um, I, I personally would not use that, but then again, I don't buy workbooks and fill them out when I read the books, when they have them available. And I know a lot of people do, uh, but something that, that came to me, um, is, uh, you know, if I have a big, huge PDF and, and, and it has as much content as yours does, Mm-hmm. One of the things that I've been considering when I make, you know, these kind of, you know, documents available in the future is, you know, here you can download the PDF is mm-hmm. one option. But one of the things that I, I can do is I can actually email that PDF to myself uh, or to my Kindle, put the word convert in there. Yeah. And then it turns it into a Kindle version. I could actually thumb through the document, make sure it looks really good. And if it does, I can do the USB cable hookup and bring the Kindle version of that document over Mm -hmm. to my desktop. And boom, it's like, hey, here, click here to download the Kindle version and click here to download the uh, PDF version. Gotcha. Uh, Again, these are just ideas. They're becoming my personal. See, if if only I had a good to-do list. (laughs) So I'll, I'll, I'll just put it in a text document. Yeah. <laughs> so, but <laughs> just put it in a text document. But yeah, th- those are those are just some of my thoughts. Um, and and cause it. I have a I have um I have a, a I did this for my class, my March A to Z, podcasting A to Z class. I I created a document called alternative, you know, low cost alternative equipment setup options. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like a 13-page document with, like, personally, I made diagrams, equipment layout diagrams to demonstrate each one of these and how you would hook all of this stuff up. And, um, it's a, and I made it available to them as a PDF document. But I personally sent it over to my Kindle just to see what it looks like. I'm like, wow, that looks awesome. I mean, that looks better than any d- ebook document that I've ever purchased from mm-hmm. the Kindle store. Yeah, that hat that's related to the topic that I'm doing. Yeah. And, and it's like, yeah, I see I see some future Kindle stuff coming out. Yeah, I, actually, uh, for my Lynchman podcast, I interviewed an author um, who wrote a book called um, The Self-Hurt Guide, How to Fail. Um, and he learned how to format for Kindle like longer books. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to do a, a webinar on how to how to format your stuff. Uh, your your books and longer things like that as an author uh, to put them for sale in the Kindle store because he did yeah. a lot of that himself. So yeah, and I'm excited to know that as well. And since we're talking about, it, of course, it wouldn't hurt to make it as available as an EPUB as well, um, just because that's a open platform, I believe, and something that, that would work on a majority of other readers and stuff. But yeah, how about a perfect lead into our next part? Yes, indeed. In fact, we're going to talk about how Amazon's taking over the world with my favorite reader, which I have here in my hands. <sighs> Oh, I have, you know what, Andy, this is going to sound crazy. I don't, every Thursday you get a little crazy with with Cliff. So yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know which piece of technology I love more. Oh, my my iPhone or my Kindle. Can't believe you just said that. I know. I am not kidding you. I, I don't, if, 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 if I actually had to give up one device yeah. 
if I had to give up one device, my iPhone or my Kindle, which would I give up? I want to tell you right now, I'd probably lose sleep over the decision. Yeah. That's how much I love my Kindle. Yeah. Because the Kindle experience, some people would say, well, keep the iPhone because you can read the Kindle on it. Uh, nope. Yeah. Nope. No. It, the device is different. The experience is different. I hear you. I hear you. Because I think iPhones and iPods, because I have an iPod Touch, they, they can do a lot of things, but they can be a distraction. They, mm-hmm. they, they can pull you away from, from productivity. They don't always benefit you. Though they, they do in a lot of ways. Okay, that's not universal. But uh, the Kindle, you know, it, um, it feeds me. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. here's the deal. A lot of people said, well, no, I'm going to go with the Nook because the Nook, I, you know, I'm not going to be buying books like crazy, you know, and I go to the library and the, the, the library, um, the library lends books in digital form and I can put those, li- I can put those on my Nook or my, my other device or whatever it is. But, but you know, the, the Kindle's just not an option at the library. Hasn't been. Amazon's completely locked it out of the library system, which was a big discouragement to me. Right. And so check this out. Amazon has announced that the Kindle users will be able to borrow ebooks from more than 11,000 libraries in the United States beginning later this year. Kindle library lending will enable users of Kindle e-readers and apps to check out books from their local libraries. Further details about the program and how it works will be uh, uh, basically, it's going to be um, a universal online checkout system for instance. Basically, um, further details about how it's all going to work out hasn't been have not yet been released. However, check this out. Unlike Amazon's current ebook lending feature, which only allows users to lend a book for a single two week period of time. Kindle library lending allows users to check out books multiple times. Users' annotations and bookmarks and all that other good stuff will be preserved between checkouts using WhisperSync. This is uh, so cool about this thing. I mean, this is why Amazon's so smart in the way that they did this is you and I read a book. I hate it when I can't because I don't think on a lending one you can even make comments. I, yeah, I don't even know about that. I, I, the, I so Here's the beauty of this is now you can make comments, highlights, notes, things like that. And if I decide to buy the book, Right. If I go, man, I I really want to just have this because I made so many comments or highlights or whatever. When you go buy the book, your comments and your highlights are in that cop in that version. You know, I that now that one would that would be a. I wonder if that is the case. That it is the case. Is it? I I read the story. Yeah. Oh well, see, you read the story. I didn't read the story. I don't know if I read the one on our notes, but I I read another story and and it and that's that's where it said that's where the it's sort of sneaky. It's like wow, that's awesome. All these notes. And now they're going to be gone. It's like, well, no, you could buy the book and then, yeah, you know, then uh, you could, I love you could it. Stay forever. I love my Kindle. The only, you know what? The only thing is, is I wish they came out with a Kindle four that's going to have like the next bells and whistles, mm. because I would definitely buy two Kindle fours like as soon as they come out. And the reason why is because I desperately want to give my kids, uh, at least my two older kids, I want to give uh, Megan and Matthew both a Kindle. Yeah, I think Kindles are great when it comes to kids reading. It really does. Well, and then you add the the library element to it. It's yeah, it's phenomenal because it yeah. means some of the, some kids like my nephew. I mean, they're just ferocious readers. And uh, frankly, I think most of them learned it f- through Harry Potter. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, I, when, when, do you remember reading an 800 page book when you were nine? No, <laughs> I didn't. No, <laughs> you know, I didn't own an 800, 800 page book. So, yeah. I, I tell you uh, what, I'm reading books like crazy and it's all because of my Kindle. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's a unique experience. That's for sure. It is. Well, I'll tell you what, Andy, we're already at 47 minutes and uh, Family from the Heart is coming up next. So I think we'll uh, stop in our show notes section here and we'll leave the rest for next week. How's that sound? Uh, I think that is acceptable. Very cool. We have plenty more to uh, share with you. Of course, we had, I think we've got enough in our show notes right now for an entire additional episode of Business Tech Weekly, which means next week is going to be good too. And I don't know about you, Andy, but I plan on taking additional things that come in uh, this week and adding them to the list. I don't know. Did you see at the bottom of my list, I actually added a thing called Cliff Stash of Future Content? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I see that. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm stockpiling content to share here. Nice. Stockpiling. I'm stockpiling. hoarding it. Not in the crazy year, year 2000 glitch way. I'm hoarding content for future episodes. <laughs> hey, this is fun stuff. I'm very excited that you shipped, Andy. I'm glad uh, people need to head over to, uh, goodness, that is uh, andytraub.com slash success workbook. If you are, if you own a business, you're thinking about starting a business or you're thinking about thinking about starting a business, head over to andytraub.com slash success workbook. It's the best $69 minus $10 off that you'll ever spend. So what is that? 59 bucks? ESPN. Use promo code GSPN and uh, you'll get that discount and um, awesome stuff. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. And by the way, real quick here, if anybody wants to learn how to podcast from scratch and learn everything you need to know to be given full access, lifetime access even to all the content, tutorials, and everything you'll need to know to, to launch a successful podcast with a solid foundation from the get go. I have a, uh, a course in May. It's called Podcasting A to Z, and I'll teach you everything. There'll be up to 20 people in the course. We've got eight spots filled already. Got another week and a half or so before uh, we get started. So there's time for you to sign up. If you want all the details, head over to podcastanswerman.com forward slash A to Z. That's the letter A T O, the letter Z. I heard a before and after cliff of one of your uh, students. Uh, friend of my friend, mutual friend Joel. Uh huh. <laughs> it was awesome. It, it was is. Just, it was so cool to hear the before and after. So that's one of the things that I plan on doing this weekend. Is uh, I'm going to over the next couple days get in touch with my students that went through the March class, get some t- t- testimonials, put together some samples of what people are working on, and for those who were podcasting before to do the before to, to get some before and after samples. And I think once people kind of get a feel and see what's what's going on and what's possible as a result of spending a month in this class, I think that that's really going to help help out the uh, yeah, You're absolutely right because it's not you saying it, it's and it's not them saying it. It's actually listening to them before and after. Yeah. That's huge. Indeed. Well, folks, thank you for tuning in uh, Business Tech Weekly. We're here each and every week for you for free. You can uh, help support the content community of gspn.tv by buying our products or becoming a Plus member as well over at gspn.tv plus. Until next time, my friends, join the community. Join the community.